0: Additional terms and conditions apply. I'm Michelle, recovering yeller, control freak, and perfectionist. I didn't want to be a connected parent, but my strong and smart oldest daughter would not succumb to my bribes, threats, and manipulations. After years of controlled parenting, I threw it all out and started over. I doubled down on the idea of connective parenting and turned in time out for time in. It's taken me years to figure out how to unknot sticky situations without using punishments, but I've finally cracked the code and now I can help you create the relationship with your child that you dreamt of having when you first decided to become a parent. It's not easy letting go of star charts and bribes, but you can change. Listen in as we interview parents just like us who found success and hear from experts who will help us better understand how to form a deep bond with our children. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm back with another episode and we are going to talk all about self-esteem. I'm solo today and I'm really excited about diving into this near and dear to my heart subject. Let's talk about self-esteem and how we can instill self-esteem in our children. Self-esteem is something we parents are always so worried about. We don't really want to send our children out into the world with low self-esteem. And I know I worry about my girls and if they will have this internal self-assuredness to withstand the tough moments that society dishes out and the hard situations that life brings because we all know life is not easy and we're constantly set up against all kinds of challenges. We can make a big difference in how our children interpret the world and what they think of themselves merely by the way we interact with them. Have you ever had a hard time standing up for yourself? I know I have. Have you ever felt like your voice or your opinion wasn't popular or didn't matter? Have you ever found yourself saying yes to things perhaps you know you shouldn't because you want to please those around you? Or you've sacrificed making yourself happy to make others around you happy. I know I've been there a bunch. And what about moments where you've done something wrong? I know for me, this has been especially hard as a mom. When I would make mistakes, I would go to a place of shame and embarrassment, so much so that those moments used to really take me down. I would have such a hard time recovering if I recovered at all, and I would beat myself up endlessly, speak unkindly to myself, and have a really hard time letting it go. Why? Because in my house growing up, mistakes were not tolerated. They were highly criticized. They were punished. They were pointed out. Children who did the wrong thing were given consequences. They were shamed or worse. In my opinion, we were shunned. If you did something wrong, it was shown by receiving less love. Your character was in question. And when you did the wrong thing and you were not given an opportunity to learn or grow, you were shamed instead. Why? Because you were so focused on the shame and the guilt that the mistake was completely forgotten. And instead, I was stuck in a place of, or a world of resentment and sadness that was caused by the reaction of my parents. Well, at least that's how I felt. I'm not sure how it plays out in everybody else's house, but I do see it play out in my own home and with my clients all the time. We want mistakes to be useful. We actually want our children to learn from their mistakes, but how can they, if they are never afforded the time to get to know that how mistakes makes them feel internally and authentically if they're so focused on how their parents have made them feel because of the mistake. If a child is more concerned about getting their parent to see them in a more positive light, the mistake goes ignored and the lesson unlearned. Then a child will continue to make the same mistake over and over again because they haven't had the opportunity to learn from their mistakes. They only feel resentment for their parent. Here's how it might look. Let's pretend Esme gets caught, or maybe this did happen. Who knows? Esme gets caught coming home late. She's past her curfew. I come down on her and punish her. She's grounded for two weeks, no phone, no going out with her friends, no nothing. What do we suppose Esme is thinking? Is she thinking that she shouldn't stay out late? Or is she thinking my mom is so mean and I hate her? What does this do to our connection, Esme, and my connection? How do we suppose Esme and I will get along for the next two weeks? Will she rebel? Will she refuse to do anything I ask? Or will she stuff her feelings in hopes of staying in my good graces? Either way, the mistake has gone unthought about because she's so focused on the punishment, and so am I. Let's suppose I wake up the next day after she's been out past curfew, and I say, Hey, Esme, you were late. What happened? She explains it was fun. She wanted to stay out late, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone was staying out late and she just came home late and doesn't really have an excuse. And I say, great. Okay, honey, next time you want to be late, what can you do? She says, I guess I could call you and ask or I could tell you what's going on. And I said, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's try to do that next time. Now we've had a conversation. I've asked probing questions. I try to figure out where she's at instead of just coming down on her so hard that now she doesn't really think about coming late next time. In this way, Esme feels more connected. She's internalized what has happened and I've maintained our connection instead of rupturing it. Why am I focusing so much on mistakes in a self-esteem episode? Because being able to have a space to make mistakes allows our children to save face, to recover from their mistakes without the extra helping of shame we have been told by society we need to dole out. We've been told by society that if you don't point out the mistakes, if you don't punish, then your child will never learn. But is that really true? Is that how children learn? Do children learn from punishments? When they make mistakes or do children learn when they've internalized the mistake and they can come to their own decision around it using their own moral compass another way we can instill self-esteem is to give our children opportunities to make their own decisions like what clothes will they wear who will they want to play with what foods will they eat to some degree what time is bedtime and when and how they do their homework when we give kids opportunities to have control in their life and give them autonomy, it gives them pride and increases their self-esteem. It also increases their self-regulation, so they're learning where their boundaries are, so that we're not imposing all of the boundaries. Instead of laying down all the rules, get buy-in from your kids. Have discussions about when to take a shower when they want to, and how often, what homework looks like. Perhaps it's after they play or it's before bed and it isn't right after school before they can do anything fun. Give them some control so they don't look to assert themselves all of the time and that you're giving them this deep self-esteem so that they can feel good about their lives and have some buy-in to their own lives. Here's how it looked with Pia and taking a shower. She was really resistant to take a shower after a while. And I said, well, you know, listen, it's on you now. You decide when you want to take your showers. You decide when you don't want to take your showers. It's up to you. I know that you will find the way to keep your body clean. And that little girl decided for a while that she wouldn't take a shower. And she was quite greasy. And there were several days, I think six or seven days, and she didn't take a shower. And I mean, she looked like she needed a shower for sure but I didn't say anything and I just let her figure it out. And finally she did end up taking a shower and it, then again, she spent five or six or seven days not taking a shower. And I think she was trying to figure it out. How dirty is too dirty? What does it feel like? Do I wanna go to school with greasy hair? If I go to dance and I come home sweaty, do I wanna go to bed dirty? And it's taken her a while to figure it out, but she found her place with the shower. She found her you know, self-regulation and she manages it all on her own without me intervening. And I think the earlier we can do some of these things, the more self-esteem we give our kids and the more control we give them and more autonomy. And they also have this self-resilience and reliance where we're not having to control everything, but they do. Another place where we can instill self-esteem is listening to feelings and giving our children a place to feel heard. It shows them how they feel matters and that there's someone who cares about those feelings. Empathy is a huge factor in the self-esteem process. If a child's feelings are dismissed and ignored or talked away or distracted from, they tend to ignore or discount how they feel in the future. They may even be scared of their own feelings because the people around them are scared of their feelings so they don't listen to what's going on inside of them. They won't feel worthy of having their own feelings if they're not given a space to have them. When we empathize with all feelings, like, oh, it looks like you really wanted that cookie, I know it's hard just to have one. Even though this seems small to us, this is a feeling which has validity. And giving it space to be seen and heard helps a child have confidence in their feelings. If you use these methods to instill self-esteem, not only will you see your child thrive, but you will also see the connection build between you. Because what gives a child more self-esteem than to know a parent is behind them 100%? To know that their love is unconditional and to know that they understand their feelings and are willing to listen. When a child knows that their parent is concerned about the bond that they share and that mistakes that they make are just part of life, that perfect behavior is not expected and that feelings are more important than how many showers they take each week. They instill in them some self-esteem and the real idea of connection. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you like the podcast and it speaks to you, please leave a rating and a review. It always feels so good to hear from this lovely community. I so much look forward to seeing you all next week and thank you for being here.